Welcome to Thomas Anonymous with Tommy Natoli. That's me. Today I'm serving sport realness for Chapter 19, Field Gay. I believe the best years of education are in elementary school. Sure, college has some fun stuff like bong rips, Adderall, and blowjobs. All fantastic activities in their own beautiful way. But grade school is where it's at. No pressure about grades, and the curriculum back then was tit. Half the stuff they teach you in those prime years is all fictional bullshit anyway. And I don't know about the rest of the world, but in Wareham, they taught us how to tell time every fucking year until fifth grade. It's a clock, you guys. We got it. There was so much to love about this time of life. I mean, every Friday, we never did real work, but instead spent the day doing crossword puzzles, or coloring, or watching a movie on that big-ass TV that has a seatbelt strapping it to the top of a wheelie cart. What's not to love about elementary school? Oh, and they had bomb-ass snacks that you could buy at lunch for 50 cents, various flavored Italian ice, chocolate-covered Rice Krispie treats, whoopie pies. <laughs> Fuck yeah, I'm serious. And remember they used to name parts of the classroom really stupid shit like the reading corner or the enrichment center and had us waste countless hours making us do shit like build a space diorama out of a shoebox? We had a lot of important projects like the big bubble project, which was just an excuse to let us blow bubbles for a month and a half and call it science class. Elementary school was fabulous. Except for one day at the end of every year that most kids loved, but I could have done without. Field day. If you don't know what a field day is, then you probably didn't grow up in the public schools of the greatest nation in the world, America. Remember the bullshit day in school that was field day? It was an entire day outside in the hot, ugly sun, participating in sporting events with your classmates. And when I say sporting events, what I mean is really dumb shit like tire runs and tug of war. Ugh. It was like gym class Olympics for children under 10, which in itself sounds like a hot mess and a huge waste of time, which is exactly what it was. For athletic kids, it's a fun day of potato sack races and the 50-yard dash. It's glorified gym class with the bonus of ribbons, trophies, and an audience full of attentive parents. And it lasts all fucking day. By the time I was 12, I professionally quit field days and sat on the sidelines with my bad attitude and fan club of girls. But before all that, in elementary school, I didn't have much of a choice, so I had to improvise as best I could. As most school events went, my mother never attended because she was too busy trying to make money to keep up with Fat Matt's eating habits. Respect. I was surprisingly always grateful for that. I never wanted my mom to come to school for anything ever, mostly because I didn't want her finding out what a dramatic asshole I was in class. I don't need this lady finding out who I really am. Despite the cloud of anxiety that hovered over my home life, I was my mom's clear favorite even though I was a flaming femme. I was a goody-goody. I would hear her yelling at my sisters for a messy room, so I would make sure my room was spotless and freshly vacuumed. She would barge in expecting to find something to yell about and then say, Oh, Jesus, Thomas. I'd rather have ten of you than one of your sisters. <laughs> Me. School was my stage. It was my act-out playland where I could do and say whatever I wanted. I talked back to teachers, I interrupted class constantly, I spent a lot of time in the hallway and at the principal's office. I was busy! At home, I was quiet and I stayed in my room to avoid the wrath of Fat Matt. But at school, I was sassy, loud, obnoxious, and much more of my true self. I felt free to do as I pleased because no matter what, the repercussions at school could never be as bad as they were at home. I learned early on that my impromptu performances of Gilda Radner's 1979 Broadway show were much more appreciated from the kids at school. 
Let's talk dirty to the animals. Fuck you, Mr. Bunny. Eat shit, Mr. Bear. You get it. Just imagine that for like 10 minutes. I didn't have a field day experience until I moved to Wareham. Before that, in first grade, I was still up in the hot dog stank of Boston public schools. I don't remember any kind of field day. In fact, we didn't do any kind of PE slash gym class at all. And I remember first grade. There was Spanish class and computer class, which for 1989 was pretty progressive. It was an old as hell brick schoolhouse. And the teacher made photocopies in the back of the classroom with a strange metal machine that looked like a cousin of the typewriter family. It had a big round steamroller thing that she had to manually crank in circles to produce copied worksheets. What the fuck? Every assignment we got out of that machine had purple ink and smelled like rotten eggs. Hey, at least there was no gym class, which is probably why I thrived. I was the teacher's pet in first grade, and I got treats from her on the regs. She was a fabulous black woman named Miss James, and she didn't fucking play, which is probably why I was such an ass kisser. But hey, it worked. Miss James sat at her desk every day and ate a giant salad with about four bottles of ranch dressing, and I loved her. I got to sharpen the pencils every day. Me. So basically, if I can remember her salad dressing, I can remember that we didn't have field day. My big debut in Wareham as the new kid came the next year, and that's when I first learned the joys of gym class. But that's back when gym class was actually a joy, because it was awesome easy shit like big bouncy jumpy ball, little scooter thingies, jump rope, and my favorite gym class activity, the parachute. Yay, parachute, lift it up to the sky, now run under it and sit, woo, everyone loves the parachute. What's the point of this again? Nobody knows, just shh. Third grade was one of the last years of being truly a little kid, at least for me it was. I mean, seriously, at seven, eight years old, I still believed in Santa and I was for sure I had magic flying abilities. Cut to the end of my elementary school career and I wasn't focused on flying at all. I was busy in the bushes of Minot Forest Elementary kissing girls. Girls! The shrubbery at that elementary school was easy for little kids to get into, and once inside the bushes, you could crawl around what were like woodland tunnels that was clearly used by the neighboring teens in the shitty apartments of Brandy Hill. We used to find beer cans and bras in those bushes, so again, Wareham. It was in these magical bushes that I attempted my first kiss with one of my many elementary school girlfriends. Her best friend was Egan Hassan. Come on, do it! Ready? Kiss! One, two, three, kiss! After about a million counts to three, I decided, God, we just have to do this. On the next one, two, three, I rocketed my face towards her with pursed lips, closed my eyes, and smashed my mouth right onto her nose. But back to the last little kid year, the first year I remember having to experience field day. At that point, I had lived through a year of real gym class. No more scooters. This was the real bullshit, like softball, climbing a rope, and square dancing? What the hell? I still don't know how they got away with that bullshit, but whatever. I knew full well when field day started that year, it was not going to be my day to shine. At this point, I knew the embarrassment that sports brought to a little gay femboy. I was certain I would most likely lose every event, but I decided I would be prepared to make a scene, or at least try to go out with a bang. Let's make a show of it! The 50-yard dash was my first event, and frankly, I think they should have called it the 50-yard run because dash just adds an element of gay. I was racing against two kids from my class, Whitey White Wayne Snotface, who used to wipe his boogers under his desk, and Black Martinez Smarty Pants, who didn't take any shit and always knew the answer to every stupid multiplication problem. Side note, in Wareham, nobody ever said they were black. They always said they were Cape Verdean. That's because Wareham is mostly racist white men, so saying Cape Verdean made it seem less black and more like an exotic African Cape Cod. It worked for sure. White people are notoriously stupid. But they were fucking black the same way I was fucking gay. Sorry, folks. We're all fucking something. Words, 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 words! 
Anyway, our cliche lesbian gym teacher, Miss Lesbian, was standing sidelines with her whistle ready to blow. She was a super skinny 30-somethinger with blonde hair, dark roots, and always piled it up into a side ponytail. She would always be showing off her brown, leathery, tan skin in spaghetti-strapped tank tops and short shorts. And every time you saw her, you were guaranteed to see her eating a yogurt or a banana. So I'm guessing there were some potassium issues there? Or maybe that's just a lesbian gym teacher thing? Don't care. As we stood there, waiting for the whistle, the parents were piled up on the sidelines, ready to cheer us on. Finally, Miss Lesbian counted out. On your mark, get set, beep! Smarty Pants Martina and Whitey White Wayne took off faster than I thought they were going to. Ah, shit. And then I realized, oh, maybe that's why they call it a dash. I was still standing there in my cut-off jean shorts and Bugle Boy t-shirt while the other two clearly got a giant lead on me. Fuck, 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 fuck. Should I run? Ugh, why? I'm gonna lose. Ugh, oh my god, I hate this so much. Ugh. Then, as if something else took over my body, I decided to walk the 50 yards. Or I should say, strut those 50 yards. I started to sashay my third grade ass down the field as if it were a runway on the season finale of America's Next Top Model. Eyes dead center and I walked, 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 work it, work it, work it, and I committed. Then, I experienced, for the first time ever, laughter from a group of strangers. Sure, I killed all the time in class and made other kids laugh, but I was getting laughs from the crowd of adults watching us, and that feeling of all their attention and approval was addicting. I kept going. I lifted my hand up and I waved like a queen on parade, and I started to mouth the words, Thank you. Thank you. Grabbing my heart as if I was moved by their laughter. Still marching it out all the way to the finish line. Bam. 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 Me. 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 People were hysterical because they had never seen such a faggy display at a field day. He didn't even try! What's he doing? <laughs> Teachers were yelling out to me like I was Forrest Gump. Run, Tommy! Run! <laughs> I didn't run. I worked that runway and loved the fact that despite Smarty Pants Martina and Whitey White Wayne kicking my ass, nobody was watching them. With my newfound stardom, I was ready for my next field day event. The potato sack race. I have many questions about this event and how it has any redeeming value to a child's physical education, but we're gonna skip all that. Potato sack race, I was up against two girls that I didn't even know. Both were a little bit smaller than me, so I thought, wow, maybe I might actually have a chance. Wow, what a super sexist assumption. Can't imagine where I learned that. Again, we were off at the sound of the lesbian whistle, hopping for all we were worth. Hop, 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 hop. God, this is stupid. Hop, 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 hop. As I hopped in my brown itchy sack across the green grass toward the disheveled orange cone, I noticed both girls were dead even with me. Fuck! God, how am I gonna turn this one around? I'm in a potato sack, so I can't even fall back on my runway model walk routine. And then I remembered I had a small black comb in my pocket. Of course I did. What a gay. Um, excuse me, that's a field gay? As we rounded the corner at the dirty orange cones to race back to the finish line, the girls got ahead of me. Shit. I'm out of breath. These bitches are now kicking my ass, and I'm trapped in a goddamn potato sack. Ugh! Again, it was like something else took over my body. I stopped, dead in my tracks. I dropped my potato sack as if they were my pants, demanding everyone's attention. I put one hand on my hip as I pulled out my little black comb and started slowly combing my hair back like Fonzie from Happy Days. 
I stood there with my sack around my ankles and combed my hair while I gazed into an invisible mirror like a diva. I again heard the unforgettable roar of adult laughter. Grown-ups thought I was funny, and this was a form of validation from adults I never had up to that point. Between the parents laughing and the teachers shaking their head in disgust, <laughs> I knew that I had found some kind of calling. <gasps> I'm an entertainer! It, yay! Make sure to follow me on Instagram at the Tommy Natoli. And you can also follow the show on Instagram at Thomas Anonymous Pod. Leave us a review on iTunes or just take a screenshot of some nice words you wrote and put it on the socials. What do I care? Express yourself. Thanks for listening. Okay, bye. <laughs>